Thanks for joining us on Bite Size Dental Marketing. Today, I have wonderful work spouse, founder, partner, Andre with me. Andre, thanks for jumping on, buddy. Thanks for having me again, man. I mean, I mean, we're, I sit three feet away. You can jump on any, every day. Today, we wanted to talk about three things that you can start doing to make your marketing more effective. And Andre, I, they're going to be simple. It's going to be shockingly simple, but but these are things that almost no practice does well, right? Yeah. So I think for, for context, I first want to say that when people think about marketing, they think about ads, they think mm. about the website and their SEO. But I think the first thing they have to remember is that everything that you do is marketing. Every time you're engaging with the patient in any way, that's marketing because you're setting the tone to the engagement on you know what they can expect when they engage with your business. So Marketing is not just your ads out there. It really is everything that you do. So with that in mind, I would say that the first thing you can do to make your marketing more effective today is sound excited when somebody calls, when a new patient calls. So often when we listen to phone calls for our for the practices, we hear people just sound annoyed or interrupted and just not in a particularly good mood. You know, yeah. if a patient calls and says, hey, are you guys accepting new patients? So yes, you know, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that you called, that, you know, because people want to feel wanted and we don't hear that enough. No, and even the another thing that we're we're hearing more and more of is I'll be finishing a conversation over here when I pick up the phone. And the first 6 7 seconds of the conversation is me finishing up this other conversation like I think it's just unprofessional and and, and it's rude. I, I I like the way you said that. I I think that offices should be excited to get a new patient call. And that if you listen to your new patient calls and they're not, I, that first impression really sets the tone for the engagement through the call. And it just gets me excited when someone's excited to talk to me. My first job out of college, I used to work at an insurance agency. And my old boss he would make me physically smile on the phone before I picked it up. Like I had to make an actual smile because you can hear that on the phone. Right? Mm -hmm. and I think it's mm -hmm. a small, silly thing, but... People can tell. Number two, and again, this is going to feel silly, but you have to be on top of your emails and your messages. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is most practices out there have a website contact form, but too often we see complaints from patients that they emailed the practice and nobody got that back to them. And so not just the emails on the site, but also you have to be on top of your social media inbox, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or any place that you have a presence at. Too often, patients reach out, they have a question, they want to know about scheduling, they want to know what insurances you take or you know, where the practice is exactly. And when sometimes we go and check those inboxes, they haven't been answered for six, seven, eight months. And, and that's just a, a disappointing experience. And I think it, it takes away a little bit of the trust, you know, because if I email you, you don't go back to me, I message you on Instagram, you don't get back to me. I start to think, does this place have its act together? Because I'm having to try really hard to get a hold of them. Mm -hmm. And so, again, a simple tip, but you would be surprised how often that goes unnoticed. Yeah. I, I would put calling voicemail back quickly in this bucket as well. Mm -hmm. I, I know that we're talking about emails, but I I do. And I, I know that more and more offices are, you know, have text enabled. I would, I would include that as well. I, I think just replying to a patient if they leave a message is – needs to be done quickly. Now, Andre, of course, how do you handle a customer who's trying to cancel via text or a email? It's not ideal, right? Mm -hmm. Because 
the best way to handle that is to prevent it to begin with. And the way to prevent that is by creating value, by setting the tone in that very first phone call. An example of that is at the time of the appointment, you can let them know what to expect. The fact the appointment is going to be an hour or an hour and a half, that the doctor is saving this time, especially for them. And you ask them, hey, Eric, does that sound fair? Can I ask you in return to commit that time on your schedule for us? Is that something you can do for me? And you're getting that commitment up front to make them less likely to to, to cancel down the road. Now, cancellations are still going to happen, you know, life events, kids, all the things that come. And so if they do reach out via text and email to cancel, I prefer that we try to have a phone call. Um, if that's not possible, I would at a minimum try to make sure that they understand that the practice time is really valuable. You know, if they miss this appointment that the doctor has been preparing for, it's going to be a little while before they can get in. We really want you know make sure that they get their time because the doctor has been looking at their chart and you know they have some concerns they want to discuss if if there are those things right. But I think it's letting them know that our time is valuable and if they miss this appointment, it might be a little bit of time before we can see them again, assuming that yeah. they're an existing patient. Now, if it's a new patient, it's a little more difficult because you don't have that relationship yet. But this might be a good segue for my third tip. But I want to see what you think about this first. No, I like it. I I think that. When we have offices that have cancellation problems, it inevitably starts with that very first phone call. Yeah, setting the tone of the relationship, making sure that they know that this is the time and that the doctor is excited to, to, to see them and that this time was set aside for them. And that, you know, a cancellation is a, is, is a very big deal. We have very few. And when they happen, something must be terrible, wrong. And I find that the offices that set good expectations up front have significant lower cancellations across the board. The other thing about cancellations I, I feel becomes self-fulfilling prophecy is when you start calling patients moving their schedule around, they now feel empowered to move your schedule around. So I don't like doing that. But th today's not about cancellations. That's a whole nother topic. What what were you going to segue into? You know, my, my third tip is, you know, and I've only seen a few practices do this, but the, the results are phenomenal. We had a we had a practice, uh, Dr. Forfidio, mm -hmm. that every time she had a new patient on her schedule the day before, she would look at the schedule the following day, and she'd personally call every new patient, you know, try to talk to them, let them know that she's excited to see them. If she didn't get a hold of them, she would leave a voice message saying, hey, this is Dr. Fidio, looking forward to seeing you here. She would review the notes that the front desk would put in their new patient appointment. So she would make comments around the fact that they're looking at veneers or they're looking at implants, whatever the case may be. But she made it such a personal experience that if nothing else, people felt bad about canceling because the doctor called ahead of time to make sure that you were coming. And not only that, it is such a unique experience that I think it sets the tone for the engagement between that patient and the practice that this experience here is not what you may have had in the past mm -hmm. in another mm -hmm. office. We are different. We treat every patient truly like special guests in our in our home. And it starts with that excitement for their for their visit. And I think you know she had a very little cancellation issues, but also she had a much higher rate of referring patients than on average practice because that experience was so unique. If I had one thing I wish the doctors would do, it's call the patient, call new patients the day before. I just feel like that is such a unique proposition and something that patients value. Now, Eric, I am certain that there's a dentist out there listening to this right now who's thinking, this is a great idea. I'm going to have my office manager call. It's going to be great. 
It doesn't no. work that way. It has to be the doctor. You are the face of the practice. You are the, the person who has the higher status in society. I mean, it is a really big deal for a doctor to call little old me to check in on me or to make sure that I'm coming. And so I want to make sure it's not lost that this is not something you can, you know, uh, uh, outsource, outsource or delegate to someone else in the office. Yeah. Now I think if they want to call in addition to, I think that'd be fine, but I think the doctor has to call. All right. So in summary, the three tips for today are number one, sound excited when you answer the phone, make sure your team is excited that they tell the patient how happy they are that they chose you. Number two, Make sure you're on top of your communication, and that includes your emails. It includes your inbox on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever platform you may be on. Make sure that if someone is messaging you, that you're getting back to them as quickly as you can, texting, all those things, voicemails. And number three, and this is a little bit of a bonus because we know it's harder to do, but if you can call your new patients the day before, letting them know that you're excited for them to come to the practice, that you're looking forward to see them, you know because you looked at their notes, what they're here for, and you've been thinking about them, you're gonna have a much better success rate with your marketing because now every patient that comes from online or from your ads or what have you, have the opportunity to have this really unique experience and turn into tens of referrals. And so those are the three communication tips we think really make an impact in marketing. Andre, thanks so much. That was great stuff. And that was your bite of dental marketing for the day.